Don't do that. Mm. Don't do a sexual snake dance. S grind, girl. Don't do that. S grind music. We're here for episode 93 of Hello Dysfunction with Crystal and Padafria. And we're recording this a little early. Which is weird because it feels like the normal day. So, mm-hmm. and we're a few days off. So it it's throw it's confusing the fuck out of me. I'm always confused lately. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is my new norm. I have surgery tomorrow morning early. I have a, I have to be there at seven thirty. I have a nine thirty surgery time, and I've been wanting to call and reschedule it <laughs> all fucking cannot, day. Period. My mom cussed me out about it already. Yeah, stop. You told me to knock it off, Mark. Ben I would me. be so excited. I love being put under anesthesia. What a druggie. I fucking love. I don't know if it's. It's just—is it a I, good sleep? Plan? Yeah, and it's just the fact that they tell you like, okay, count back from a hundred, from ten or something, and I get like two numbers in and I'm out. Yeah, it's just—I don't know. I really love it. Do you? Yeah, I'm all terrified. The last time I was put under um, was when I had my wisdom teeth taken out when Naya was a baby. So it's been a good fourteen years. Yeah, a long time. And then before that, the only other time I'd been put under is when I had ear tubes put in at, when I was like five. So I haven't, oh. I've only had those two surgeries. So I'm a little nervous. I had my surgery, my BBL surgery. And then I'm like, I think I was getting put to sleep for abortions. Yeah, that's a thing too. Yeah, that, th- I did that. That's where I fell and you in know, love I, with it. I had 20, <laughs> so <laughs> I got really Addicted. familiar with it then. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've only had one where I had to be awake. Actually, probably not. Probably not even one. I think I've done them all under. I think that's the best way to go. Yeah. Because when I had... Just uh, wake up, put your piercings back in, go home. Good to go. Yeah. Go home. I I hope I can eat afterwards. You're going to be fine. You might take a good nap. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'm just worried. I'm a big vagina. <laughs> what? <laughs> so oh. I'm a big pussy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. I'm just, do not forget to tell them to let you photograph it. Oh, yeah. I need to put that in my notes. Write it on your arm so they know. Right. If you come home. Photograph my sis. You're going to blow it. If you come home and you don't have um, an image of what it is so we can see what color it is, so we can (laughs) see what the consistency is like, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) I'm going to call Kaiser myself. Yeah. I will. I'll remember. Okay. Yeah, because I think you'll want to know, too. I do. Tell them before you go under so they don't dispose of it. Yeah. Well, don't they have to send them to, like... um, A lab? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my experience, they put it in a jar of solution, you know, to send off. Yeah. But, um... I don't know if they'll... So, what I have, it's called a a muculoid cyst, where it's uh basically... I guess years of mucus that have just gathered and kind of congealed. I think you're guessing that, but well, that's what uh, it, it might be in your mucus membranes or no, something. No, it's called that's... a muculoid cyst. That's uh-huh. what the auntie told me, and then Charlene was telling me what that is. She okay. was like, "It's a bunch of boogers," and I was like, "Bitch, it's not a bunch of boogers. Don't fucking say Don't that. Don't make it gross. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering, is it like um? A thicker consistency, or is it? Well, yeah, because it's staying jiggly. there. I think it's probably jiggly. 
Yeah. I would imagine it might be something like a chicken cutlet. Where you can... Yeah. It has a good aspic mm-hmm. jiggle on it. But it has like a good... Sol- Buoyancy? Solidity. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. like uh, like it's, it's solid. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not going away on its own. So. Right. It hasn't like drained away. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely that congealed together somehow yeah i do want to see it i'm gonna be pissed i wish i could touch it it's not gonna be boogers bitch if that's the case it would dissolve or pass on and it's not doing that right yeah i'm excited for it there's a big black spot on the ceiling in the living room earlier and i I instantly was like it's fucking spider and i was like mark get that Uh uh-huh and he looks up and he's like I don't know what it is. And I'm like, it's a spider. And he's like, no, it's not. It looks like a booger. And I'm like, a black booger. On the ceiling. And he goes, hey, I've seen the way Will rolls his boogers on our couch. And I'm like, he's not throwing black boogers on the ceiling, asshole. The fuck? He can't come over anymore. Like, why are you You handling that that at at someone else's house? Will and I used to commute and I would see him out the corner of my eye in my car and he would be rolling a booger and I'd be like, bitch, you flick that on the floor in my car. We're about to have problems. My God. Yeah. Oh, he's gross. Hey, my dad's gross. Him and my brothers, when we were little, used to have loogie fights. They would spit on their fingers. You know what? I don't want to talk about this. (laughs) That's fucking. And we're over here trying to hook one up with somebody. It was mostly. <laughs> oh my fucking god! It was god. mostly William and my. Why are guys so gross? That's not okay. They're Ugh. gross. Guys are gross. Fuck no. Yeah, imagine you roll up and they're having a fucking spit fight with spit get out on their fingers. Get the fuck out! <laughs> Ew. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with this conversation. <laughs> fuck. <gasps> bonding male bonding yeah gross competitions the fires are so bad they are the air quality today was worse than it was yesterday i'm so stupid i thought the fires were contained no and someone sent us a thing to post about you know putting water out for animals that are passing through and wildlife and you know they're confused and scared and all this sad shit and my first thought was the fires are contained now (laughs) Oh, no. My dumb fucking ass. They're only at like 5% it's, contained. So right now we have the top. Um, so two of the largest fires in California's history are burning at the same time right now. The um, Are they up here or are they in Southern California? One's here. One's a little lower. So uh-huh. the um, LNV complex and then the SCU complex fire. And they're the two largest in our history. And they're burning at the same I saw a time. chart earlier today. And basically this whole end of the country is on fire. I like read, everywhere. <clears throat> I read an article. And right now from space, California looks like a nightmare. Yeah, it feels like one too. It does. It's very Armageddon-esque. Um, the smoke is so thick fucking thick and it's just hella sad i've had hella friends that have had to evacuate their homes um yeah my mom you know they thought they were gonna have to i mentioned that they relocated their animals last weekend or during the week or something one of them days when it was really bad and when she told me that that was lifted the the evacuation warning was lifted that's what made me think that they contained the fire the winds just and shifted yeah so now it's going in the other direction yeah. i guess 
And then my godmother, she lives in Marysville, which is like up, up, like mm-hmm. north, farther up. And she said now it's just so bad where she's at. Like the air is the so fire, fucking bad. The smoke is reaching Texas, dude. <sighs> From us. From us. Why wouldn't it dissipate? Like... It's the weather so probably is making it heck. worse too because we don't have like we're expected to have more lightning as well yeah yeah and that's what started all this mm-hmm. so that's great this time we're gonna have it PG&E's for two days fault. someone posted on twitter um video of it happening late last night like around midnight lightning storms again so it wasn't supposed to start until today into tomorrow right but it started early in some places in the Bay Area. Oh, my God. Please, no more fires. We can't. Yeah. What the, the fuck? The The old-ass redwoods are gone. It's fucking... All right. <laughs> she smacked the microphone. You know, the old-ass redwoods are gone, and fuck, so much shit's being destroyed. Yeah. Global warming is real, and I read... <clears throat> I say that because it is, but I was reading... An article regarding the, um, you know, the big redwood forest that mm-hmm. they just It's like a national the, the forest. The national park, yeah. yeah. And um, one of the reasons that the redwoods aren't surviving these um, recent fires in the last couple of years like they had in the past is because the fires nowadays burn differently. They burn they hotter have, and they burn yeah. longer. And they just can't withstand that. Great. So it's like super fire. It's not what we're used to. Nope. So you have to fight it differently than what we're used to also. And it has to do with global warming. They break it all down. But, you know, I didn't retain all that. God. Um, One thing I thought was good is Xfinity opened up the hotspots for everyone. So basically everyone has access to Wi-Fi right now. So that I people, love that so much. Yeah. They want people to be able to stay connected that are displaced because of fires and shit. I got a text on my phone and my first thought was, well, don't be slowing my shit down. Like, I don't want my neighbors using my shit. If wow, like- <laughs> bitch. <laughs> wow. We ain't affected. Like, Richmond ain't affected yet. So like... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, I'll share it. I would. A I would little bit. It. Yeah. I'll share it. Just don't be fucking up my streaming when I'm trying to watch something. <laughs> it's all pauses. Right. Fuck I this. Get shit. off. Get off. You go knocking on doors. Oh, excuse me. You're on my internet. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Um, everybody's going through it because, I mean, not just the fires, but... We have a pandemic. I'm on telling top you, of that. it's. I'm telling you, I have a theory. I really, really think it's because we're not interacting like we're used to, and we really feel on our own and, and isolated. It's one catastrophe after after another. another. It's hard to to not get depressed because yes. it's like fuck. We have no. Um. There's no sign of any of this shit getting better as far as the pandemic. We're like the worst country to deal with it. Usually when you feel feel down when there's not a pan, you know, a pandemic going on, you can go to a festival, you can go yeah. to a concert, you can go to the bar, distract you yourself. Can, yeah. You can't do those things. You get to sit and wallow yeah. and think about every fucked up. You don't even really thing. get to see your family or like, you know, unless usually, you quarantine together. I've kind of um changed a lot in the last year i'd say like even before the pandemic started i kind of started socially just dis- distancing myself anyway just because i don't know every few years i kind of do that i mm-hmm. get turned off with my circle or you know like the way people are moving like i don't know i kind of 
rearrange friends, I'd say. And mm-hmm. so I was already kind of distancing myself from a whole lot of people I fuck with yeah. anyway, right? But, like, when it's forced, it's not the same. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It feels totally fucking different, and it starts to feel hopeless. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, I know a lot of people personally that are fighting with depression that I've never even known to have a lot of problems with depression in the past. I'm having new conversations with people, you know, that haven't dealt with it. And um, all I can really say from experience, and, you know, I'm one of those people, I'm not going to promote the pharmaceutical industry or the government or anything. You know, I'm the first one to speak out about their bullshit, right? But this is one situation where I am pro-medication. Absolutely. I am. And um, it's not because a doctor convinced me or talked me into it. I know from how I feel. I keep saying every week, I can't wait to get back on my fucking meds. I can't wait because I'm struggling myself. Yeah. And I know how good I feel when I'm on them. I feel so good that I stop taking them sometimes because <laughs> I start. Fixed. Yeah, because I feel like I don't need this handful of pills every day. Right. You know what I mean? I'm good. But that it tricks you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you really start to feel, quote, unquote, normal. Yeah. Like you feel that good again. So it's a pain in the ass. They are annoying. They're annoying for me to even look at because no one is happy with the thought of having to take pills for the rest of their life. Right. Um, there Sometimes they do have funky side effects, but, you know, anything is better than trying to struggle through it without them. Right. Like, I would be very fucked up if I didn't have that to look forward to after I have this baby. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I would be in a far worse place mentally. Yeah. Just... And you- and right now, how you said that there's a lot of people um, who you never knew struggled with uh, depression issues or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, there is something situational depression is real where, yeah, you know, sure. an event triggers it. You're not depressed forever. But meds even help during that. If yeah, you yeah. need meds to just get through a period don't be afraid to fucking do that. We're adjusting. Like, we're all adjusting to, like, right. a new way of life. You know what I mean? Right. So shit can creep up on you or whatever. I know some people, like, are in denial about it and yeah. are like, I don't need meds. I've never needed meds. Like, listen, if you're struggling and you can't come out, like, bring yourself out of it on your own, like, don't feel like you failed in some way or, like, right. you're giving up because you're taking meds. Like, it's not none of that. You're like, don't ass- you just want to have one less thing to worry about? Right. You know? I'm not suffering if I don't fucking have to. My whole timeline today, every other post on Facebook was somebody depressed, going through it, not wanting to be here anymore. It's having weird effects on all of us. Just every the state of the world right now. We've talked before about dreams and how our brains are becoming more active while we're asleep because they're so bored during the day. Yeah. It's like our brains they're are trying to through take memories. Care. Yeah, and they're trying to take care of themselves. Like it's so interesting, but like our it's having weird reactions on our bodies and our attitudes and our fucking our mental state period. Right. Um our brains are like not as active as they were before and they they're not, you know, like that that doesn't play out the same for everybody. Some right. people might be fine. Right. 
and have other outlets or, you know, and then there's people like me that are like, I can't, I have no motivation to do anything right now. And I have all this time. So you would think I would take advantage of it. No, it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. I haven't been able to do a single piece of art, not one. Like I haven't, you know, I have all this stuff. I went and bought all this shit to work on different projects and stuff. And I haven't been able to do any of it. Because shit is so emotionally and mentally draining. It has an effect on your physical they're all you know related and they all feed off each other so yeah if you're mentally drained I urge you to contact someone um about trying meds I do and if you don't know where to start reach out to somebody you trust and ask them yeah you know if you don't have insurance you can apply for county insurance yeah that's what I have like literally it covers everything every part of the process your visit your assessment your medication I don't even have a copay like yeah that's fucking great if you don't you know there are options so don't be like oh my job doesn't give me benefits you can still sign up for county benefits like there's still a way to do it you just might not be familiar we want all of you around Definitely. I'm so fucking hot. I know. She was like, I'm like sweating. She wanted to bring a fan in the recording room. And I was like, it's It's going to sound sound like like we're we're in a helicopter, bitch. We can't have it in here. I might need it. I'm so hot. So we might be in a helicopter pretty soon, you guys. Fuck it. That's what it'll be because it's really hot. It'll be our adventure. Right. Just close your eyes. Pretend we're on a chopper. Oh, God, it is hot. It's really on top of everything else. We've been in a heat wave for like two fucking weeks, which can't be helping with the fires. No, like, fuck. But I'm also reading that hurricanes are coming. Hurricane winds are coming. Yes. So is that going to make it worse? Because, you know, oxygen feeds fire. So Gulf. I read that the Gulf, you know, Florida, Louisiana and shit. I read that they might have a double hurricane, which has never happened. Oh, that's great. Like, their regular ones are bad enough. Like, you don't need to double down. Yeah. I I can't. It's, I read that something, I don't even know if it was a joke. It was so fucking, (laughs) it said said something about a possible asteroid or something. Oh, yeah. I just read the article. So it's It's due to come election day. (laughs) The day before election day, it's due to hit. It's um, six and a half feet. Listen, Big. I read it and I was like, what's so sad is I don't know if this is a joke. <laughs> like, is this for real? It's for real. Oh, God. But it's not, it's not, Um, the odds of it making direct impact are less than 1%. But you know, but you know what? It's way, 2020. The way this year's going, I'm not. So gonna, that's, how that's about 80% in 2020 year. Right. Oh, God. Yes. What else? I don't want to say what next, but every day we wake up. And it's Every something. fucking day. Yeah, it's hard not to get overwhelmed. Just hang in there. We're gonna pull through. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get through this together. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell inappropriate jokes in the meantime. Try to Seriously. humor yourself, however you can. <laughs> I'm so serious. Yeah. I don't even. What do you tell people to fucking do besides seek fucking therapy and meds and. I'm just, I haven't tried therapy yet, so I can't talk about that from like a I love therapy. experienced place, you know? So meds, meds are my thing. I've been on meds for over 10 years. It's probably been like 13 years and, you know, actually maybe longer than that because Bunny's 12 now. I think it's more yeah. like 15 years because it was around when I got divorced and yeah. shit. Um, and I'm telling you from an experienced place, I've never had 
um, any side effects that have made me say this isn't worth They're it. They're too much for me to take. Exactly. How good I feel has always outweighed any side effects. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's always still been worth it to yeah. take them. And so yeah, please. <laughs> and I love therapy. We all know I love to talk. Yeah. So I love therapy. Yeah, I'm going to start therapy um, when I'm able to. You know how when you like vent to your friends and stuff um, and it's just the natural ways of conversation, you vent what you're going through, yeah. your friend listens and then they share something they've went through, you know, and it's like this back and forth conversation. Well, when you go to therapy, it's all about you. You just get that's good. Vent, vent, you vent. get the microphone. You get the mic. Yeah. The therapist doesn't tell you anything they went through. They ask shit like and they're how supposed that makes to you give feel. you an unbiased opinion. You Absolutely. Know? My argument has always been that my life is so fucked up that I don't want to give somebody free entertainment. And that came from a place of feeling judged when I did meet with some. And then I was like, after one visit, nope. Like the reactions yeah. I get. So I had like, one where I, one dude where I was like, I'm not going back to him. Yeah. Because he looked at me like a fucking freak show. And yeah. I'm like, nope. But the I've woman had I way had, too many. All my experiences were like that. And it's like, bitch, I'm just barely scratching the surface. And you're over here right. shocked. I'm not comfortable telling you no real shit. Right. I'm telling you the minor shit and you're freaking out. So it's like we're not a match. Yeah. The, the um, lady I did have at, when I had um, postpartum depression, she was fucking great. Yeah. She I'm gonna really I'm gonna get back on it and after I have this baby and look into meeting with somebody because mm -hmm. it's just I, everybody that I hear goes they never have any complaints they they only have positives it just feels good to like unload yeah that onto somebody else yeah and please if you're in school I I urge people like we need more therapists we need therapists Man, of, color. of color we need therapists um that are familiar with sex workers and in that community that and have been through some trauma yeah we need therapists that have been through that trauma. are like us that aren't you know they can judgy relate. yep yeah, I'm tired of getting fucking old white ladies or young white ladies from yeah. fucking Danville yeah. and look at and ask me, did my parents meet Mate. in uh, what is <laughs> um, she mate in a mental hospital? Yeah. Like, are you you asked me that? Are you no, fucking bitch, serious? They met on 23rd Street. With they everybody did. Else's right. Fucking parents. Exactly. Are you dumb? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. No, please. We need more. Um, everybody doesn't have to be a celebrity. Yeah. Like, I want people to young people to be encouraged to be medical professionals definitely. and shit that we fucking need definitely um so meg confirmed that tori lane shot her i saw that <sighs> it it made me so uncomfortable to watch because it's not like she confirmed it because she wanted to confirm it it's not like she felt ready to talk about it she was pressured and basically bullied into it because people kept denying what her, her being shot in the first place the blogs that same day were posting shit talking about judging by the looks of her wounds and shit they're that they actually are that of a glass of coming in contact with glass not being shot and and analyzing her photo oh, that so she you're posted. a forensic wound now, specialist <laughs> exactly yes yes and I'm like, she just got sick of it. She said his PR people and his management and everybody were were discrediting what she had admitted to already and were basically fucking throwing her under the bus and talking shit about her. Like to add insult to injury. And the people who are saying she's a snitch for doing it. Check it out. Listen. A domestic um, 
violence any, victim any de- is not a listen, fucking snitch. Let, let's clear that up because I've seen some bitches. It's bugging me bad. I've even seen some women, okay, that are trying to Pick be. me. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, well, you know, some of y'all out here calling the police and blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, you fucking hit me and you're a man and you do anything to me physically wrong. Bitch, I'm calling the motherfucking police. And I don't get... That's not... We didn't go rob a bank together and then I rolled on you. I'm not fucking up your money right now. I'm not trying to hate on your business. Right. I'm not... This... Everybody trying to give these... Def, their definition of snitch. People that have never had a case or been in the streets the ever in their life. Here. Please get the fuck out of here and shut up. Please. You're square ass. Please shut snitching up. Snitching does not roll over into domestic no, fucking violence. No, it's not the same. And I speak from experience with that. I have had, you know, ex-partners, whatever. My ex-husband, at one point, we got into a fight. You know, he went to jail that day. <laughs> he got out. As he we were young. You know what I'm saying? We were young. Um, we got into a fight. I was hit. He went to jail that motherfucking day. I had no problem with it. And As when he, he got out, guess what? He never hit nobody else for the rest of his fucking life. Good. So, um, honestly, yeah, that domestic situations do not fall under the fucking category of snitch. That shit is making me crazy. Yeah. And then men, like, um, still talking shit. Like, I saw somebody post, if you're going to go hang out with somebody that created the term demon time, which Tory Lanez did. And, what is and, demon uh, time? I don't know. Like, some little phrase that fucking L.A. people picked up and ran with. Uh, like, after you know how people be saying shit like uh is it like some after hours party yeah shit yeah like party hours you know what i mean so Ooh. he like late night after hours type shit oh god so he created this demon time and it said something like if you're gonna go hang out with somebody that created that and called themselves a self-proclaimed demon then you're fucking stupid tory lanes liked the com- the fucking post I fucking wow. Are you serious? I want someone to beat your face in. I saw a fucking a guy that had posted and said, "What do you expect him to do against Meg when she's six foot and he's only five three? Excusing, totally excusing what he fucking did. What the you're fuck? a coward just like him, and you both deserve to get your motherfucking asses whooped. I can't. I can't with like men are still finding ways to make jokes about what could she have possibly done to have warranted being shot after she says I was shot with my back turned to him. You are a bigger coward. I was leaving. She said I'm tired of people throwing out the insinuation that I hit him. Because that was a big thing going around, wow. too. That she hit him. That she was mad. He was flirting with Kylie. She's like, it wasn't that. She shut down every rumor that people were trying to say about her. Obviously, he was the one that was mad. He's the one pulling the fucking trigger. While she had her back to him, walking away from him, you he shot her fragile, feet. egoed little You little bitch. man. You, li- you Napoleon complex. How fucking dare you? There's no situation that warrants shooting a woman. I don't give a fuck. And then the media just honor like, oh, my God. But then if she was to kill herself, everyone would be sad. Oh, yeah. And say and say oh, how unfortunate we should have protected her. Yeah. Leave her the fuck alone. The fact people are still making jokes and excuses about the shit is just it's like I'm disappointed in humanity. Like, fuck, there's young people seeing this shit. And it's like, how are they going to know what side to pick? How are they, you know, if your parents don't tell you or teach you by example, I don't know. It worries me because I know if anybody ever puts hands on my fucking kids, 
Oh God! Or shoots him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shoots like, him. He yeah. Even, he shot her. He could have killed her. That bullet went a little more up. Hit her fucking. What if it hit a, artery? Exactly. People she have been shot in the leg and died. Yes. Like leg wounds can be serious. Yes. Don't downplay it. Don't make yes. it sound like it's no big deal. And you know. It's, it's disgusting. And then, you know, the other example I've seen is like if he shot Kylie that night instead of her, it would have been handled so differently. And it's true. Yeah. I feel like people would have sympathized with her more and shit. It's just disgusting. It's really fucking gross. Wow. Um, I just feel so bad for her because not only did she go through this and it wasn't deserved. There's no way that was deserved. But she's been pr- bullied and pressured into speaking out before she wanted to. She even said it, you know. Right. And then, um, did you see the video, the live of I her saw talking part about of it? it. Did, she, did you see where she said that, you know, her fear of the police was stronger than her wanting to fucking yeah, tell? Yeah, she said the police like, kill us so much. Exactly. That's why she didn't want to reach I out. I know that. Well, that's they were pulled over that night. And that was when she got out the car with her feet bleeding and they were made to walk backwards in the street and lay down and put their hands up and all that shit. People were like, well, why didn't she tell him then or whatever? She says, I didn't say anything because you think I'm comfortable telling the cops there's a gun in the car right now? Right. Like they could all they would have all been shot. You know what I mean? That's a very real possibility. And she said, you know, not only was I protecting myself, but I also was protecting him. Even though he had just shot her, she did that knowing he could, they could kill him right now. Yeah. If I say that there's a gun in here and he, he shot me. Listen, just listen, just think about that statement for a minute. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Can you imagine? Like, she just, she's really gotten played through this whole situation. It's fucking hard. Re victimized over and over oh, and over. God. Every step, every step has been re injuring. He ought to be ashamed of himself. And yeah. anyone who supports him should be ashamed of him of themselves. People as well. are speaking out now. Like I've seen some ball players, some singers, some actors speaking out about him now and how shitty he is and you know, you're a coward and whatever. But then it's like the blogs and shit are saying people are only speaking out because they want clout. Oh god. Like fuck. How how bad can you make this situation? Now you don't want nobody to speak out against him? Like, Jesus first they were Christ. saying no one's speaking out against him. Is That's a problem. Is he paying off the blogs to say these things? He, I don't think he got money like that. But, like, you know, are you serious? Like, now it's like, do you want people to speak out against it or not? Jesus. Because if you don't, Christ. you look like you don't care. But if you right. do, you're accused of wanting clout. From who? Tory Lane. Right. Right. Get I didn't know here. who the fuck he was before this. I can't name a song. I have no clue. I can't name a fucking song. Not a clue. Yeah. He's I don't a piece know. of shit. I know that. I know it's an unfortunate situation, and I hope she's getting the care that she needs. Yeah, and and the support from those around her because it's it's a bad situation, and it every step is like worse and worse. It's like reopening. Like the world, how can but she bigger. heal? Yeah, how can she heal when this is constant? You know, that's why celebrities fucking turn to drugs and kill themselves yep. and accidentally overdose and yep. dealing with shit. And yep. it, it, God, I can't imagine. We all got an opinion on somebody else's business. Yeah. And it's not our business. It's not. It's really not. Especially if you have nothing nice to say. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Definitely. BMB taught us that. Um, vaginal preservation. What? So this is another um, gross male. Mm. I kind of have something like that in my <laughs> notes from last week that I didn't get to. Yeah. Yes. 
so about it's, shrinking. It's a, it's a gross male, uh, not opinion, but like just where a man's opinion doesn't belong, where a man's influence doesn't belong. But basically, um, I don't remember if I told you or if I said it on the show, but how that one doctor that I saw was telling me that because I asked her, like, should I be concerned with all this wording being used with me doomed and mm-hmm. it's a bummer and all that shit. And she was like, you know, C-sections are not a problem. They're very common. Um, it's not a big deal. And she was like, you know, in Brazil, like only poor women have vaginal uh, deliveries. Like it's m- mostly all women in Brazil have C-sections. They elect, they have elected C-sections. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, like only, um, only really poor women have vaginal deliveries there. Like it's kind of unheard of. Like That's everyone crazy. mostly gets C-sections. Well, I did some reading because I was reading something else I'm about to talk about. And it said, um, it kind of confirmed what she told me about Brazil. So, um, there is something here. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called a husband stitch. Oh, yeah. A daddy stitch. An extra stitch. And it also used to be called um, a crown stitch. And this was like in the 70s when they were first learning how to do them and shit. Mm -hmm. It's been done since the beginning of time. Like, since way, way back um, in other cultures and shit, too. But here, those are the three terms that doctors and Men request an extra stitch. Sometimes midwives and doctors offer them. Yeah. Without the husband even knowing what the fuck it is. I, you want to know what happens when your episiotomy is not stitched up correctly? Because I can tell you. Because I don't think mine was. Because after I have pineapples, motherfuckers. So after <sighs> I have sex sometimes, there's an area of my lower vagina that... um gets inflamed and swollen and it's from it's the scar tissue remember i had like 22 fucking stitches yeah um and it's the way that the scar tissue is healed where it's an actual interference in my sex life like i can't have sex there's times depending on time of the month i can't have sex days in a row yeah i have to take a break and let that fucking heal but that is from so episiotomy stitching they actually have stopped doing episiotomies and they want you to rip the natural way if you're gonna rip they want you to that rip makes on your more own sense. because when they do an episiotomy they're cutting you and they're cutting you too deep and yeah in a way that makes it hard to heal harder to heal from yep it causes more damage than good. Yep. So they say if the baby is going to cause you to heal now, they want you to do it on your own. I remember when one of my nieces was born, my sister-in-law had one and she had like a serious one. Like they cut her a lot, lot. Yep. And I, I've never talked to her about her healing from that, but I read today that that's something that doctors are just trying to phase out completely. Because- I love that idea because since the beginning of time our bodies know what to do when we go into exactly. labor and give birth exactly just so, let it happen right if it if it's gonna rip it's meant to rip mm-hmm. and then you know take care of it afterwards but preemptively cutting i've it does more damage yeah like i said my it's not in a na- it's not should, in a natural way you know like right. it's going too deep it's not it's not going how it should right but okay so you know whether it's episiotomy or natural there are doctors who think they're doing a favor by adding an additional stitch and maybe closing that opening up more than it would be naturally than it needs be to be closed. more than it needs to be right um the problem with that 
I read some women um, were complaining even after their second and third baby sex after being stitched that way on the first, even after their second and third delivery, it still has not gotten better. So sex is still hell of uncomfortable for them. And um, it's really just stupid because stitching up that opening, that's not achieving what the idea is, like what the goal you need to um, have, you know, it's it involves your pelvic floor and like doing Kegels in the inside. So, yeah, even if so you all add you're a doing stitch is, is to the closing hole, the door. Right. It's what's behind the door that, that matters. That matters. Exactly. So you're you're making this um, uncomfortable and horrible and traumatic for this mother. So you're giving a wife like a natural cock ring, basically, because that one exactly. part is squeezing tighter than the rest. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah. And let me tell you, vaginas fucking bounce the fuck back. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. I've had people like, I didn't, I can't even, like, you have hella kids. Like, what the fuck? Like, I've had comments have been made. Let me tell you, this vagina's been through some shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't work the way that men Men. think that, like, stay out of, and some women's pussies, like, stay out of their business, you know? Your shit goes back. Yeah. Beautifully. It's so stupid, just that the whole thought behind this procedure um, and it's women doing it too. And like I in the, okay, so I read an article and it's called um hold on, what is it called? The husband stitch isn't just a horrifying myth, and it's by Carrie Murphy. I read it, someone shared it on an Instagram page, and I read it there, and then I went to the internet and looked up the full article, read that. BuzzFeed also did an article. If you just search the husband stitch a lot of shit comes up it's horrible um testimonies from women that have had them as recently as 2015 didn't know what was going on a a little comment and a wink was made to her man he didn't know what the fuck they were talking about so he didn't say anything the the woman the midwife who she still has a good relationship with surprisingly said because i said made the comment to him i'm gonna go ahead and put an extra one for you and winked. Do you want to fuck him? And he didn't know what she was talking about. And then it wasn't until the the mother, the woman, got a pap smear like a year or so later from, you know, a different provider, right. a different doctor. And the doctor said, who stitched you up after, after your birth? Because they did this. They shouldn't have did this. And then it all came together. And then they realized what the fuck was said to her man. And he didn't know. I wouldn't have been friends with that midwife. We yeah, wouldn't have a good relationship. It says that she still has a good relationship with her. And I'm like, how? You Bitch, basically I were be- like, your pussy's loose. Yes. Let me fucking. So like if it if you're in a case where it's really bad from it, you know, um, what do you, you have to have corrective surgery now to be comfortable again? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's fucking wild. Um, I couldn't imagine getting an extra stitch. <laughs> I know the discomfort I feel just from my episiotomy. Um the way it healed. I couldn't imagine having to deal with an extra stitch on top of that. Like like the after effects? Yeah. No. Fuck no. So now you're just in discomfort with sex at all times now. And it doesn't get better. It's not like that area stretches to no. where it's going to get better over time. No. Even these mothers are saying after other births, it didn't get better. Right. Because scar tissue is thicker tissue. So yeah. it's not as malleable as regular tissue it's not going to stretch and pry and it can get inflamed and it's thicker yeah it's crazy so um i was shocked i was fucking shocked to see how many stories and that recent tell us sad like people are still doing that um in the 70s and stuff it was saying that like 
when they were reconstructing after tears and shit, they had to consult and have the permission of the husband or the dad of the baby. Ew. In order to right. put it back together. How, that ain't his it's business. my pussy. That's not his business. This is his baby. This ain't his pussy. Like, what? It's it's crazy. Wow. It's, so if you just Google that and read, I, it's it's you also crazy. I never out. I never heard of it. Really? Mm-mm. It's wild. You know, we've talked about like uh, female circumcision and mm-hmm. like uh, you know other cultures doing shit where they stitch up the the vagin the vagina all together until you know honeymoon night or whatever. They just leave a little bit for menstruation, like a little tiny opening. I forget what that's called, but like hell, it's men called hell. men modifying women's vaginas to their liking has gone on forever. And it's just so disgusting to know that we even have our own little version of that here. Yeah. Don't knock fucking African cultures and other right. people that do all that other right. shit because this is gross and, and you know, strictly for men too. Right. You guys have no business in our vaginal health and our vaginal care. Right. You have no opinion. You have no business. You don't belong here. If You know, what you just said reminded me I read an article yesterday and it was questioning whether or not um, men should be gynecologists. Mm-hmm. I've read that before. Because it came out where there was a male gynecologist that during certain procedures had actually taken photos and had there was a couple that had huge collections of women's fucking bodies yeah. when they're under anesthesia and shit for his... See, even if that... Okay, even if that possibility was eliminated, right? And let's say this person is not uh, a pervert or a creep or whatever that would do that. They don't have a vagina. So they don't... Like, their schooling and their education and their knowledge, they can be very knowledgeable in that profession, but I feel like they'll never be as knowledgeable as a woman because they don't have one. I told you So they don't know how it feels. They don't know how, you know what I mean? They don't have any experience with having one. So it's like... It would be hard to relate. Right, because you have to explain every part of, you know, they're never going to know how... You can explain how a UTI feels, but in the until you're blue in the face. But a man without that urethra right there in that same anatomy is not going to get it. Mm. I I do. I mean, I do agree with that. I told. Do you remember why I never went to a male gynecologist again? Mm -mm. I'd had an ovarian cyst rupture. This was when Brookside was still open, Doctors Mm -hmm. Medical Center. It's no longer a hospital. Um, and I had had to go to the ER. I was nineteen. I I um I drove myself. I had like a liter of blood leaked into my abdomen. I was fucking in so much pain, and I'm up in the fucking stirrups, and the male gynecologist or walks in, mm-hmm. and as he's performing this pap smear, girl, he's rubbing my lower leg and telling me how pretty my feet are. When I say I fucking died inside, dude, and I was only nineteen. I wasn't oh as outspoken God. back then. I didn't know to say, fuck you, bitch. Let me up. Right. Get away from me. Get the fuck out of here. So I just kind of had to suffer through it. And I just remember how violated I felt that I never saw a male gynecologist again after that. That's crazy. It was horrible. And then, like, my cousin was telling me, I think she had a male OBGYN during her, this last pregnancy. And she loved him. And she was telling me, like... See if you, because, you know, sometimes 
I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but sometimes the vibe with women be off. And I've had doctors that sometimes like. I have a really abrasive, bold personality. So, yes, I've experienced like, that. Like almost combative. Like almost. Um, oh, yeah. I deal with that sometimes. And because of that, in a situation I had that was kind of like that, I was telling her with one of the doctors I saw the vibe was off and mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling her. And she was like, girl, get a male doctor. She was like, I loved mine, blah, blah, blah. Just get a male doctor. And I thought maybe I should because I always kind of feel like I control the room when I have a male doctor or I could, you the know, dom that's, in you. yeah, honestly. And so um, I considered it for a minute and then, you know, I never did, but um it just, yeah, I just feel like I don't, that's, the perviness is a definite possibility. Yeah. Always. That's And that's there a are women predators as well. However, right, right. it's more common with men. I've dealt that's with what I way see. more yeah. men. Um, I don't know. I just, the, also just them not having the same equipment. So them maybe not understanding the severity of how something might feel. Or, you know what right. I mean? Like, you can only learn so much from a textbook and, yeah. and with something like my health, like I want you to know from your own experiences too, probably. Yeah. It's such a vulnerable position to be in. Yeah. Because um, you're trusting Going somebody. to the gyno. And, and they have to believe you and they have to, you yeah. know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, there's all these situations too where people are downplaying um, people's need for medical care and they right. die yeah. or you know yep <laughs> all these concerns like you it de- your gynecologist definitely needs to be somebody you feel comfortable and yeah. um safe and and you vibe with for real yeah right now i'd say i vibe with like two of the three that i'm seeing one is kind of like mm. it's pretty good odds yeah yeah I don't hate her. I love my OB right now through Kaiser. Yeah. I love her. She's, she gets my sense of humor. Yeah. I can talk how I talk with you. Fuck bitch. All that. She yeah. thinks I'm funny. And you know, <laughs> she's very, she's very chill. Yeah. You know? And so I appreciate that. Yeah. You have to have a good rapport with any yeah. doctor that you see, no matter what it's for. Definitely. Um, I have situations where people look at me and, you know, they might think I'm drug seeking. And or they about might to rob think a house. I'm, they might think I'm exaggerating yeah. the kind of pain I'm in and shit. You're right. Um, and it's, you have it's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. And I deal with it all the time. So even when I have to go to the ER for uh, strep throat, I think I remember like like two times ago when you were in the ER, they were like, oh, you're afraid of a needle. You have all these tattoos. They say that to me every time I go to the doctor. They say that or if I get a blood draw or anything, they say it every time and I have to tell them, shut up. It's not the same kind of needle. And they're like, what? And all surprised. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have a tattoo needle going deep into my vein. That's not right. where they go. <laughs> they right. just go to the surface. And it's really tiny, the yeah, tattoo needle. it's tiny and it doesn't go through all layers. No. Did you know that? Now you do. Yeah, I, that's something I get so fucking tired of. Every There's a comment every time I look away because I act like I don't like it. And they're like, you don't like it. So annoying. Surprise, I don't. Yeah. That's why I'm saying we need more medical professionals and we need more, you know, that are like just more hip and like yeah, progressive and, and with the times, you know what I mean? Because yeah. fuck, like a lot of the people that I see, they don't have a clue and they're just like, you know, I get judged and it's so very annoying. rare. Um, 
So I do love my primary care doctor too. She's young. She's only a year older than or two years older than me. Wow. I love her. She listens to me. She trusts me to know my own body. When I say, hey, I'm having a sinus infection, she believes me because I've been through it. I just absolutely adore her and I've tried to refer people to her, but her, you know, her panels closed. Mm-hmm. Um, my, and you know, taking my grandma and Carolyn to the doctor all these years, I've seen millions of fucking doctors. Carolyn used to have a really good doctor. He retired. He retired at like 83. He yeah. was old as fuck. He looked like Santa Claus. <laughs> but when I tell you his ass was so down to earth, yeah. he would come in and he would talk shit. He would joke. He was another one that trusted Carolyn to know her body, Mm -hmm. you know, that believed her. And I think um, having doctors that believe you is huge. Like you score big points in my book. For sure, because there's nothing worse than trying to convince someone of the the level of whatever you're dealing with. And they're they think you're exaggerating. And then when you keep going on about it, then you make yourself look fucking worse when it's like, I'm just trying to get you to understand the severity of how this is impacting my fucking life. And I get it. Like some are just doing their job. And with this whole pill epidemic that's going on, there are a lot of people that are fucking drug seeking and shit. Anytime I go to the emergency room, I see people in there that are just trying to get pills. You know, you can kind of tell. But it's like, fuck like you have to be able to listen to people too let me and tell you guys in the er they're hip to the pill seeking shit so i wouldn't even fucking waste your time i've yeah. seen people get denied like outright you know at kaiser's er they have what they call the rapid fucking room now at the richmond is ER. that like a triage um it's part of the er where they have like four rooms but they're only separated by a curtain so you can hear everybody's business Mm -hmm. so multiple times when i've been there with naya for her asthma um i've heard yeah and you know them be hella blunt like hey you were just here fucking last week and yeah, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, they probably see a lot of this shit, but also, like... Not everybody is lying. Not everybody's lying. Um, also, look at my records. You're going to see if I was right. prescribed anything. You're going right. to see if I was seen anywhere else. And, yep. you know, like, yep. you guys have access to that shit for a reason. Yep. So, I, I also get frustrated with that because it's, like, a lot of assumptions be made, Yep. too. So, I don't know. It's frustrating. It is. Want to take a break? Sure. Are you hot? I'm getting better. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Can you feel the AC? I no, feel... but I don't feel sweaty like I did. I'm going to go smoke. Okay. Let me uh, let me situate my portfolio. <laughs> I'm a businesswoman. <laughs> Shut the fuck back here we are went and chased down the ice cream man real quick <laughs> screaming with a kitten in my hand mm-hmm. speaking of um these two little baby angels will be ready to go to a new home in about four weeks mm. so we got to post a picture of their cuteness they're really cute so but they're um, not to be sold separately right no no they have to go together because there was only two in the litter 
So they're super bonded. Mm-hmm. And one of them looks like a little uh, wise wizard. He has big, <laughs> long, white uh, white eyebrows. They're really cute. They're super. And they're very sweet. So yeah, send me your application. And she will submit it for processing. And, and you can have two little cute babies. And one is super big for his age. And one is super small for their age. So hmm. really cute. Um. We didn't announce new patrons last week. Right. So we have some. Yes. So we want to do that. Um, Also want to say thank you to those of you that have left us a nice review. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank Um, you so much. Those that that have subscribed. And um, we got a a lot of new followers on our Instagram in the last week, too. Thank you. All of you that have been sharing us. We really appreciate it. So, I'm going to read our new patrons. Um, <laughs> this is always a joy to see if uh, you get the na- last names right. <laughs> this is where I feel very Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> More than usual. More than usual. <laughs> okay, so, I have, for new friends, we have Leslie, Audrey, Emily, Tessa Trujillo, Ashley. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally Weaver, Avery Andrea. Marveline, Morgan Diaz, Ariana Ryan, Sully Hope Rodriguez Billy, Karina S. And then for friends that saw me naked, we have Shia Van Arden, Vanessa Wap, Picasso, Gunner, we love you, Gunner, Gunner Stefage, Stefage? I'd say Stefage. Gunner, um, <laughs> Madeline Snyder, Christine, Patrick L., and Danica. And then for friends that will bail me out, we have Kendra Buggy, Alexandria, Stephanie L., oh, here we go, Julia Akotu, Fernando Aguilar, Anna Nava, Rachel, Paulina Alvarez, Jasmine, Haley D. Miranda, Erica Rodriguez, and Valeska Estrada. Thank you guys. Thank so you guys much. so much. Hell of appreciate it. You know, I was telling Potafria. Don't look at me like that when you say it. I'm gonna try not to call her her government name on the show. Yeah, because I've noticed that it's encouraging others yes. to do that, and that's that's still not okay. And it's not no. just me being a bitch; it's right, been right. like this for years. So I'll save I just it for don't want to air. Yeah, I just don't want to confuse people. Yeah. So I was telling her um, for this month, you know, it would be cool if we hit 250 patrons, right? And then you know, it's at like. I think 270 and I was like damn hella surpassed yeah we're at like 271 or 272 yeah so I think it's realistic to say we could um hit 300 yeah maybe before the end of the month yeah and you know if we get excited we give you guys more stuff right so we've already done (laughs) two t-shirt giveaways for this month so you never know there might be a third before it's over (laughs) right because we were like 15 away um when I said maybe we can hit 250. Yeah. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Shit makes our day. You have no idea. For sure. Um, on the break, I was uh, on Facebook and I, there was a 
question posed where um, a woman had met a dude. You know, they've been together like two years. They got married. She had a eight-year-old child, daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, daughter's only child. She's a very good girl. Um, but she's used to, you know, having her electronics, especially right now during COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, the stepdad came in and he wants to be like master parent where he wants to basically put up a new set of rules and um, be more strict with discipline. He doesn't want her on her electronics during the week, only weekends. And what had happened was the little girl had forgot forgot to put her plate in the sink after dinner. So the stepdad went and took her electronics and was like, now you don't get them back until I say. And when your mom goes to do errands, you don't get a go with her. And so Um, people were like, that's hella red fucking flags. Number one, it's not your biological child. Number two, you're new. Number three, that's why? extreme for a plate. And why are you preventing her from going somewhere with her mother? Why do you yeah. want her alone? Why is that being treated like a privilege? Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Fuck. Uh, coming as someone, we both have step parents. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Um. I'll say it wasn't handled and introduced maybe the best way right. that it could have been. So I'm pretty sensitive to this subject. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have a step parent trying to discipline me so much. Yeah, me necessarily. But we did have some situations like that. And I was kind of like, who the fuck are you? Like, how, what the fuck are you doing? And then I'm looking at my mom like, bitch, why are you letting this fucking new man? Yeah. Um, Wow. The mom needs to step in I've, and be like, we're not doing this. Like, uh, you protect your child first. First. Especially no matter what. if you've created this environment and oh, this yeah. is what you're okay with. You don't allow your partner to come in and restructure everything that she's known. No. And you definitely don't do it overnight. If there's a few things that you feel like are a little wild, um, maybe talk with the biological parent and be like, Hey, how do you feel about maybe trying this? I don't know. I I don't, I've never had to deal with, um, that. Yeah. But I just know you're asking for that child to hate the step parent if they don't already (laughs) by allowing that. And I feel like these conversations should have been had before that new partner moved in. Yeah, for sure. Like, this is how I run my house. This is how I parent my kid. Um, I feel like allowing a non, not non-custodial, non-biological parent to impose that much authority over the kid, you're letting them take the reins basically and that's not their place. Fuck no. It's just not. Um, Supporting you in your decisions and discipline is absolutely a thing, but you don't let them restructure excuse me, restructure what you already have and create their own for someone no. that's not even their kid. And you know, you, you've only been around for two years and, and you Fuck haven't even no. been living with them that long. I think she's, no. it was eight months. It's very, it's a very tricky thing with how you introduce partners to your kids. Yeah. And discipline, disciplining your own biological kids is tricky enough. I'm going oh, through that God right now. It is. 
And um, I'm having a really difficult time with that right now. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine allowing a partner that much control. No. In in the raising you know you're you're a supporting act basically in this show you know what i'm saying you're not um, a key actor you're not a key lead like you're you're my backup you're my backup singer you know what i mean like yeah no that makes me really uncomfortable if she allows it to continue that little girl's gonna resent her mother for sure and and hate that partner and it it's gonna create a whole new fucking room of problems yeah it is because I, I wouldn't stick around for that. No. A lot of people were saying, this is a huge red flag. Why does he want the little girl by himself? That seems creepy in itself. Creepy as yeah. fuck. You're treating her going with her mom somewhere. Now she has to stay with you Her as punishment, punishment is having to stay with you. That, no. That's, so many levels yeah, it's wrong. No, that's not okay. Ew, mm-hmm. gross. I don't like anything about that situation. And I hope... That person, it, did she post her own situation yes, on Facebook? She okay, asked good. The so I hope she's listening to the feedback she's getting yes. and um, making necessary changes because she's going to destroy that relationship with her kid. Yeah. If you're a step parent and you're new to a situation, I would say you need to tread really lightly when it comes to the kids. Yeah. For sure. And like you Me said, and my stepdad bumped heads a lot when we were growing up because there just wasn't. Um, like, I wasn't disciplined by him, but he definitely had a say, and my mom definitely sided with him yes. opposed to me. Yep. And the betrayal that I felt as a kid oh, was yeah. like, oh, you got your motherfucking nerve to where it was like, I couldn't even live with them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, he did make a lot of decisions that fucked me over yep. growing up, and I still resent him for them, yeah. and I still resent her for allowing that shit. That so shit it hurts. Was like, yeah. So it's like, um, you know, I I knew early on, like when I have kids, like this is never going to go down in my household. My first um, priority as a parent is to do my best to protect my kids. Yeah. Especially. You have um, to be careful what they see, <laughs> even if it doesn't involve them. If it's if there's any yeah. anything going on between you and a a partner yeah you have to be careful of that we know of some mothers that have boyfriends that act a goddamn fool in front of their kids and the moms are allowing it and not putting a stop to that like what message are you teaching your kids that what type of shit is okay to tolerate in a relationship like you have to think about all of that shit right so if you come into a situation as a step parent just support the fucking parent don't try especially no. don't over and shit. overstep no, your no. your uh, authority and like your position don't overplay your know position your role. yeah yeah for sure. for sure i was like oh my god that poor kid i hope this fucking woman yeah that sounds like a nightmare puts a stop to it and if and if he won't you know listen and respect it he gotta go yeah don't be so desperate for a partner. I There's a lot of yeah. situations like that where it's like you're so desperate to keep this person in your yeah. life that you you let them get away with too much. Don't or, don't fucking do that. Or you neglect and tread over your fucking kids. Yeah. You sacrifice your relationship that you have with your kid for your re- relationship with this partner. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's not the, the order it should go in. No. You and your kid come first. For sure. And then anybody else that you add to the equation. For sure. Ugh, gross. Yeah. 
Um, so you know the versus battles that have been going on. Yeah. Uh, Monica and Brandy are coming up. I saw that. Isn't that a good one? Yes. All the '90s kids are like rejoicing. I like watch. we're so ready for this. The boy is mine. Who gets it? Who gets it? Who gets it? Because it was on both of their albums. So who gets it? This is gonna be this good. This guy I know posted. They gotta fight for it. And I said, Hell well, if yeah. that's the case, Monica's gonna get it. But <laughs> I could just tell she be going to prison, visiting, see murder and shit. So. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Well, now that's <laughs> very does. new. No, she was married. That no, no. There's like a love triangle right now with I just read about it involving see murder, another woman, and Monica. Oh yeah. That's what I was well, I saw the the other woman that was saying shit about uh she ain't never she ain't never spent a dime before that other woman she mm-hmm. posted she ain't never Monica ain't never spent a dime before but now her trash ass wants to come up all of a sudden yeah I was but you know Master things. P is speaking out about that too is and he hell yeah he is he put her he blasted her and him and was like he's out of line because he's calling Kim K his savior. And all this shit about helping stepping in to speak on his case or help him with his case and shit. He didn't speak that highly of our grandmother that did everything for him and, you know, other people that are close in their family. But he got the nerve to say this shit about these bitches. Right. Yeah. He was not having it. Good. Yeah. He had time to call everybody out the other day. That shit was crazy. Oh, I want (laughs) to go see that. Yeah. But, um. I am excited about the versus battle with them. It's coming up August 31st at 5 p.m. Pacific time. On Instagram? Yeah, it, it'll be on their live. So if you follow, like, the I follow the versus page itself. I need to go do that. Instead of watching it from their yeah. page. Because I feel like they have the, I don't know if it's the stronger bandwidth needed or whatever. So it don't yeah. crash as much. Yeah. But, um. I, I think Brandy will definitely win. She has way more hits that I remember than Monica. Same. Like full albums, you know. Monica had some that were very popular songs that did well, but not as many as Brandy. Oh, girl, I loved I Want to Be Down. <laughs> I loved that show. Yeah. She had a lot of good ones. Definitely um, going to watch it. Have you watched anything lately? No. Any good TV? No. So I watched, uh, me and Bunny, we watched I May Destroy You on HBO and um, I forget what is the shit I should have wrote it down the main actress in the show she's also a writer and director her name is Michaela something with a C but beautiful ass woman she was a a big actor in the Black Mirror series she Mm. was the one Remember that one, the so, the social media episode? Mm-hmm. Remember the lady that worked at the airport that was like, I'm sorry, you can't get on this flight. Yeah. Her, that's her. And she was also in the episode where they were like on a space, whatever. Yeah. Um, she was in that episode. Um, well, that's the main character. And she's also one of the writers and directors of this series. Mm-hmm. And it's on HBO. It's really fucking good. Really, really good. There are a few Is it a scenes. drama, comedy? Drama. Um, there were a few sex scenes that I was awkward about, but Bunny <laughs> just covered her eyes because we, we watched it together, yeah. but, um, it was hella good. There is, um, trigger warning. There is some situations that involve rape, mm. um, and sexual assault of a couple of different kinds. What I liked is they focused on stealthing. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for those that didn't hear that episode, that was something we touched on before because I feel like a lot of people don't realize that is a form of rape. 
Fuck yeah. They were made that very clear in the show. Good. Very clear. That um, there was another situation where there, where there wasn't necessarily penetration. Mm-hmm. But one of the guy um, members on the show, he was sexually assaulted. There wasn't penetration, but it was another form of rape. Right. And it just it's good to see examples so that everybody's clear because yeah. these are things that really happen. Yeah. Like stealthing has happened to me. Yeah. And, you know. This is somebody I'm still friends with, but that was a form of rape. Yeah. And when those lines are kind of blurry or you don't really know. Right. Um, Cause at the time, I don't even think we knew that that was a form no, of rape. We no, just thought I it was didn't. a dick move. Yeah. I thought, you know, you're a fucking asshole for that, but I didn't look at it necessarily as a form of rape. And it absolutely yeah, is. You are totally being violated. And yeah. I think it's hella responsible of the, that this show is yeah, making like it very fucking clear. You know, very black and white. Yes, this is actually rape. Good. Um, it's just a really good show to watch. It's, you know, it's modern issues, present day issues between men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, some are heterosexual relationships, some aren't. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a really good show. The season finale, I think, is going to be this week. And I'm waiting for that episode because I'm like, <laughs> we finished it. So now I'm hella disappointed. And we dragged it out. You know, we tried to only watch like maybe one or two every day and it sucks because the episodes are only like 30 minutes long they're mm. not hour uh so i'm like fuck is there gonna be another season or what because right. now i'm tripping i did watch something i'm lying <clears throat> what um it's called rain and it's a show on netflix and mark and i watched the first season uh when it first came out and it, it's good it's kind of like one of those um there's a poisonous rain that took out majority of the world and there's Mm. a select group that are surviving through it they're kids it's good that sounds good it is it's really good i recommend it so we're started on the second season um you heard of queen and slim yeah did you watch it Uh -uh. me either but that's been added to hbo i just found out yeah so i'm gonna probably start that tonight and see how that is because i heard really good things about that Mm -hmm. um a friend also recommended perry mason I watched all the old Perry Masons. So they, you know, they did a new one. Yeah, I heard it's good. So I heard all these great things. My friends like, you're going to love it because there's, they touch, you know, that some episodes have sick ass shit, blah, blah, blah. You're going to hella love it. So I started it the other night and the first episode off the bat, like showed a dick. Oh. I appreciated that. It's very um, <laughs> different from the original Perry yeah, Mason. Yeah. I'll tell you it that. It showed a dead baby like showed it showed it and i was like "Ooh, this is dark right and um but you know what it drags it Mm. fucking i don't know if my attention span that night was just so i'm gonna give it another shot yeah i think i watched two episodes so i'm gonna try and pick up where i left off yeah so the content is really good and what she described to me that the other episodes include also is Uh like hella interesting shit like a brothel and like other shit but you know that I I would be into yeah but it just it was taking forever to get to the fucking point um a few cast members on that show are from Queen of the South too oh are they so I was like hey you guys were on that other show together I love you guys you guys traveled together and got this job too (laughs) (laughs) um I fucking loved um you know actually I loved Columbo more than Perry Mason I watched all the detectives love Columbo (laughs) I didn't watch neither I've seen every episode of Matlock yeah murder she wrote (laughs) my grandparents were really into true crime that's how I got into true crime I see so 
so I, you know, I watched all those growing up, but I recently, this is probably like two years ago, went through and rewatched all of Columbo. Oh, really? Yeah, I was a huge fan of Columbo. He was like that Italian guy, right? Watch I believe it's, I want to say it's, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say it's Judd Hirsch, but don't fucking quote me. I Dark hair, right? Mm-hmm. I remember the, the show. I just never watched it. Yeah, I love it. And I, I really like <laughs> the old Twilight Zones and the, um, yeah. That type of shit. I love that shit. Well, definitely watch Perry Mason because I think you'll like it. Okay. And and it's not set in present day, really. It's it, like everything looks like um, dated. You know what I mean? Like they dress old fashioned looking and shit. Really? So, yeah. So I think it's supposed to be back then, but in present now. day. Yeah, oh, it's okay. weird. Yeah, yeah. Because I love shit that takes um, this a little vintage Yeah, that's what it looks like. 80s, maybe? Mm-hmm. No, no, older. Like, oh. maybe 30s or 40s or something. Oh. It's like, yeah, it looks older. Okay. Just watch it. Okay. I'll check it out. Um. Okay, I have a listener write-in okay. that I want to read. Oh, you know what? I have a question, too. Okay. Well, I'll do this one. Um... Okay, I'll just read it. It says, hi, I have a listener question for y'all, if that's okay. So my friend has been in a relationship for about a year. She and her boyfriend have had a decent relationship, but he always shames her for having a sex drive and wanting to be intimate with him. He's not religious or saving himself for marriage or anything. So my friend is confused as to why he doesn't want to have sex, especially since they've been dating so long. There was even an occasion where he tr- she tried to give head and his dick just didn't get hard at all. It was just limp as fuck. And anytime she wants to smash, he shames her because according to him, that's, quote, all she wants to do, which is not true. There was also an occasion where he told her she was a burden on him because any experience because she experiences depression and anxiety As a gay man myself, I told her I think he's fucking gay and a total shithead, but maybe you guys have a different view of it. Of course, you're not obligated to answer, but I'd love your guys' take on it. Love you guys. You want to know my first thought when you were reading that? Yeah. She's a beard. Is she a beard? And then I thought, does he have impotence problems? And that's why. Mm -hmm. And... Those were my two thoughts. So my first thought was he could be asexual. You're right. That's another Some people one. are just not sexual people. I feel like you need to communicate um, that, though. That is not... What was described is not enough to point me in the direction of him being gay because, you know... Yeah. That's why I thought maybe yeah, impotence. It could be... I mean, no matter what's going on, him acting like something is wrong with her is fucked up is a way of him not processing like shame yeah. about it yeah you can tell he probably feels a way and yes. is taking it out on her so yep. then he's not looked at as the problem yeah so he's making her be the problem he's deflecting right which isn't fair no that's very fucked up behavior so no matter what his reason is i don't i don't know like does he you know show interest in men or you know anything that would make it point in the direction of gay i would go towards asexual before i said gay just because of from what was described i'm gonna say regardless of what it is instead of shaming her you need to communicate what yeah. the issue is or what you're going through 
that makes you never have they ever be... had sex or never had sex oh they have yeah but it, i mean because she's obviously giving him head and he won't get hard from it so they fucked around and and she said he said they've been together for so long so like you know it's not that they've never fucked but he just says that that's all she wants to do and he's clearly not into it it's well they need to communicate I would just put him on the spot. I would be like, listen, you're trying to put this on me and act like I'm the fucking weirdo here. That's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah, that's not not fair to make me feel like that. Let's talk about what's going on. Right. I would definitely just put him on the spot about it. And that way you can find out if you guys are compatible for future. If he is asexual and sex is really important to her, Mm -hmm. maybe you guys aren't. Because for some people, sex is very important. So I think sex is very important. And so is sexual compatibility. Yeah. You know, so. I've also been in a situation where I didn't necessarily love sex with the person I was with, but I love them as a partner. Yeah. So it kind of felt like a hassle when it came time to fuck them. That sucks. But I still did it and because I, I wanted to keep them as a partner. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, you never know. It could be a situation like that where he really loves being with her. He just don't want to. But that's selfish. You can't, you it's know, because then it's like making her sacrifice something that's obviously important to her. Right. You know, I say she put him have on the that spot, talk. like you said. Yeah, you have to have that force talk. it out of him. It's not fair. Yeah. And anytime you're trying to make somebody else feel bad about themselves, I'm not cool with that. Fuck no. Because what she is, she sounds like she's being like a normal partner in a relationship. Right. And if you're not telling her whatever the issue is, how could you expect her to not right. be that way? You know what I mean? Right. Like, don't make it sound like she's fucking forcing herself. Because on she you. wants to be intimate. Yeah. With her you're not being person. clear with, with whatever's going on. Yeah. Oh, I hope they figure it out. Yeah. I hope she makes him have the talk. So... Mark and my brother are so dumb. Last night we were talking as we were eating um, and the subject of cheating came up and Uh both Rich and Mark said they would be more mad if their woman cheated and sucked dude's dick than if they just cheated and fucked the dude. It's such a guy thing to say. Such a guy thing, it's right? Such a guy. Like, why? What does that matter? But yeah, I said I'm gonna be mad that you cheated. It's because I think they're visualizing it, so it's like you're ruining blowjobs from that person. Forever. They said it's a much more intimate thing for you to like kissing or and fucking. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I've heard some guys say that like if you made out with him and shit, like if it was, I've heard dudes say they won't kiss girls. Yeah. Yeah. When they cheat. It makes it less intimate. It's more transactional. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought um, that was funny. That That's such a It was guy a real thing. debate. Yeah. It was a real <laughs> fucking debate. I could see that just because, yeah, then it's like they're going to think about it. They're picturing it already in their head. Mm-hmm. So that's just one more thing to be fucked up to, to picture. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Did you have a qu- another question? or No, no. I that don't. was it. That's all I got. Okay. I think I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> and I will hopefully. Um, She'll survive surgery. Not die tomorrow, you right. guys. If I do, I love you all. <laughs> I've had a really great life. I've been very happy with how it went these Shut past few up. years. She's going to be fine. I'm totally going to be fine. I'm, yeah. My voice might be a little different next week. We'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, somebody shared a video that was like two little tiny kittens and it said um it was like one cat has this really sweet little soft voice and the other one sounds like it's been smoking cigarettes for 50 years and the person put this is hello dysfunction <laughs> it's like it absolutely is oh my god totally it was two kittens <laughs> crack it up yeah they said with surgery surgery it might change my voice a little well you'll be less nasal nasal yeah that's what's gonna happen and i kind of like my fucking yeah, but sometimes you could, tone. It, it's not that. Sometimes I could hear like, <laughs> like when you're talking. When I breathe, sometimes my nose whistles. While you're talking, though, sometimes you can hear the air. The mucus. That? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not that. But you can, sometimes you're, you're nasally, so. We'll see yeah. what happens. You'll be able to breathe. So no matter what, it's going to be a win. Yeah, they said uh, my food, is it might taste different. Yeah. Because all your shit's be been, able to smell. been probably uh, dulled down and yep. sacrificed part of your senses. You know I love to smell shit, too, so I'm excited oh, about God. the smelling. Yeah. And that's it, you guys. Yeah, well, thank you um, again, everybody. Please subscribe, share with your people that you think might want to listen. Um, we were talking earlier about podcasts and how lately I get so fucking bored. Like I'll get really excited for one and then I get burnt out super easy. So I'm like, I just got to go through and find good ones that I could, you know, get into again. And I hope that you guys share ours. And with don't get your burnt friends. out with us. Yeah. And share us with your friends that are also looking for podcasts. Yeah. To get into. Uh, don't yeah. get tired of us, please. <laughs> Just go suck it easy. We try to keep it fresh. Right. Go suck it easy. Go to bed. Bye. (laughs) Suck it easy.